Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to you to a fantastic show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so freaking hard for your money, and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom, prosperity, and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now to live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, about creating that ripple effect in people's lives, because as you're blessed financially, you can do the same as well. So again, appreciate you guys allowing me to create a ripple effect through your lives, you know, binging, sharing, and all the things that you guys are doing and applying the things that you learn here today. So thank you so much for doing that. Quick reminder, be sure to go check out our YouTube channel, the Money Ripples with Chris Miles page. Click subscribe, follow us, lots of great content there. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow, passive income from making at least double digit returns on your money and get this, it's only $1,000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually earn double-digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA-friendly, and you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money too. So guys, if, you're, if you want to learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. All right, guys, so I got a special guest today that I actually had on as one of my very first interviews uh, of, of this show. I mean, we're talking about 500 episodes ago, right? Like a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I uh, had my good friend, Kim Butler, or <laughs> Kim Butler. <laughs> I had Kim Butler on too. I've got Kim Flynn as well. You know, we're such good friends. I can even get your last name right. Isn't that awesome, Kim? <laughs> <That's Jeez. great. laughs> maybe post edit, we'll keep it in. Maybe not. We'll see. But in any case, uh, so even a little, uh, get a little, uh, little intro to Kim here. Kim's a best-selling author, podcast, podcaster, and serial entrepreneur with several seven and eight-figure businesses under her belt. Uh, she's currently the CEO of Card Salad, which is a health and wellness company that provides organizational products to live a healthy, sustainable, deeply satisfying way of life. She's a recipient of two Stevie Awards, Women Entrepreneur of the Year and Workplace of the Year. Her company made the Fortune 5000 list in 2018 and in the top 50 list of the fastest growing companies in the state of Utah in 2019. She's also an expert in system and process building, loves to interview guests about maximizing human potential on her own podcast called Habit for Humans. So be sure to check that out, guys. So everybody, welcome Kim Flynn. Glad to have you on. Hi, Chris. Happy to be here. So it's so funny hearing my uh, bio because it's like 2018, I was growing really fast. 2019, uh -huh. I was growing really fast. 2020, we crashed and burned and had to close our doors. <laughs> Wah, wah. I, I should add wah, that. To the wah, wah. And in 2020, she lost everything. Wah, wah. <laughs> I know. Well, give them, give them a little bit more about you, Kim. Like, like yeah. first a little bit about you, but also about what even led you down the entrepreneur path in the first place. 
Yeah, I've always been an entrepreneur. It's one of those things where you can just feel it in your blood and you know, you can just feel it and life kind of leads you along that path. And as long as you're following that path, you will do what you're supposed to do in life, right? So I was a mom for about uh, 10 years, exclusively a mom. And even while I was a stay at home mom, it's like I couldn't stop myself from doing entrepreneurial adventures. So I had several smaller businesses. Um, and then when I had my last daughter, which was, so I've got four kids. I had my last daughter about 12 years ago. I was like, okay, I'm kind of out of the baby phase. Now I'm moving on. Now I can really play. And that's a reality for women. Um, if we have children, uh, and for, for dads as well, if, Mm -hmm. if you're the exclusive child provider, the main child provider, it really is a job. And uh, you, you can't expect yourself to be able to do everything at once. And so I kind of did play a little bit small for those parenting years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after I had my last child, I was like, okay, now I'm ready to really go for it. And uh, I was about 35 when I actually said, I'm going to do this yeah. um, in a big way and sold off my smaller businesses. And business is what I love. Business itself is what I love. It's not about the product or service that I have at the moment. It's business itself that I love. And so I started uh, consulting business owners, small business owners to do what I had done from home as a mom for all those years. Including and, me. Yeah, kind of took yep. off. Um, we had three locations everywhere and it was event-based business. And 2020 obviously hit us really hard. Uh, but you can't, you can't take the entrepreneur out of someone who is truly entrepreneurial. It will always just kind of what's that quote from Jurassic Park nature will find a way <laughs> like the entrepreneur will find a way <laughs> one way or the other will meander back to where it'll meander back yeah and that's how yep. you know you're an entrepreneur you can't help yourself uh, it just kind of keeps happening absolutely and so yeah I mean so take us like to the the height of the company like 2019 right I mean you guys I mean you were even at the point you're in an eight-figure business category you're over 10 million in revenue yeah. per year right so yeah. I mean you're you're going like crazy like you're all over the place. You got offices everywhere, right? I mean, you're you're playing big, playing bold, like your old tagline was, right? Yeah, um, it's, it's so- kind of depressing. I'm like, oh yeah, that was hard. <laughs> so it was January 2020. We had our best month ever. We hit uh, a million sales in cash, not not just revenue, but in cash. And we were like, sweet, 2020 is our year. You're like, this is amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we had an office in Houston, office in Phoenix. We had just purchased 30,000 square foot building in Utah, which I still have. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> but um, yeah, we were growing and I was so excited. And, uh, you know, life had a different path for us. Mm-hmm. And I really do trust life. I really do. Not like life is like going to be like, oh, it's all going to be rainbows if you just trust trust the process. Yeah. But um, if the if the water, like if the, if the, I don't know, big surge of river is coming at you, um, you can try to fight it. Uh, yeah. And certainly I've done that a lot in the past. Or you can put your feet up, relax back and say, we're going to go on this journey. Let's let's see where this takes us. And I was severely depressed on the couch. I'm not normally a depressive person. I'm usually an anxiety kind of kind of gal. Mm-hmm. Me and anxiety, good friends. Me and depression, <laughs> brand new acquaintances. <laughs> but I really was depressed on the couch for like six weeks. Could not get off the couch. And I was like, the scariest thing, Chris, was like my internal engine just stopped. Like yeah. that entrepreneurial engine that always I just thought would always be there. It just it just stopped. And I was like, I have no I have no desire to do anything and not just a desire. Like I could not 
have gone out and looked for a job if I wanted to. Like yeah. it was, it was standstill. And that was, that was a new place for me and very scary because I didn't know if the engine would come back on or how long it would take. Yeah. What was, what was, yeah. kind of, what were the things kind of going through your head that, or through your heart or wherever, right? Like what were the yeah. emotions going through you? Like, was it a mixture? Was a whole bunch of things hitting you at once or what was it? It was mostly deep grief. Um, yeah. I've experienced deaths in my life. It was mm -hmm. a death. It was like a death of the business. Devastating. Yeah. It was the death of my future. It was the mm. death of everything I've worked for. Um, so frequently, uh, pre 2020, I put business ahead of myself as a, on a regular basis. Yeah. I would gladly sacrifice my life, my happiness, my, uh, security, my stability. Everything was about the business. And, uh, I can see looking back. Uh, oh, there were some things that I was pretty off on for my own personal, I don't know, happiness, balance, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it was a death because it was just my entire life had gone into building this business. Sounds almost um, like your identity, like you were the business. Very much so. Right? Very much so. Yeah. Like my, and you realize looking back, oh my goodness, how much I had roped my self-worth into the business oh i have value because i have this successful business right um so all of that came crashing down and um i was reading the book a book at the time a really good book actually it's called dark nights of the soul <laughs> how's that for depressing right yeah <laughs> so I, i'm reading dark nights of the soul and essentially this book is like when when tough stuff happens in your life you just relax into it and you let it take as long as it's going to take as long as you're not wallowing in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. But like, let yourself go through the grief process. And I did. And I kind of yeah. just relaxed into it and sat on the couch and wrote in my journal a lot and cried whenever I felt like crying. And um, I was so worried and so fixated on what if I don't get my engine back um, that I really didn't realize the process that life was taking me on of actually getting the engine back. Mm -hmm. And so I was sitting on the couch, no more nanny, no more housekeeper. I know like tragic, right? Uh -huh. First world <laughs> problems right there. But um, my house was a mess. No one knew how to cook. <laughs> I didn't know how to take care of my own life, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Uh, and looked around the house and I was like, oh man, it's, it's a mess and I need to start cooking. And so um, I, you know, created this whole system. I took the same business systems that I'd used in my career and started mm -hmm. applying them to the house. And I had all these house organization systems running. And then the next thing I knew, I was like, oh my goodness, without realizing it, I've created my next product. Isn't that funny? And so that's yeah, how, yeah. that's how my next business was, was launched. It's card, it's called card salad now, but that's kind of how it, how it morphed into things. It was your rebirth, which funny enough, rebirthed the whole new company too. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting that. Um, people yeah. asked me like, cause we launched it a year to the date of the close of the last business, which is pretty significant. Yeah. And so it was kind of like a, a, a funeral and a birth at the same time that the day of the launch, but, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but I was looking back and people asked me like, when did you get the idea for this? And there's no like Eureka moment. It uh -huh. just kind of happened in the background, you know? Yeah didn't quite realize what was happening until I was like, oh, th this is a product. And mm -hmm. anyway, it was kind of, kind of unusual, I think. Well, I know my listeners can definitely understand that because they've heard me talk about my story a lot, you know, especially where I was going through like over a million dollars in debt and kind of gradually over the course of about a year was creating that whole cash flow process, right? And, mm -hmm. and trying to help people get resourceful to find the money so they can actually get out of the rat race, which is what we more focus on today, you know? Um, and it was funny because that time, I had to lose everything. 
you know, like I lost the house, like we lost it in foreclosure. You know, I remember the guy knocking on the door saying, Hey, I just bought your house, at the courthouse half hour ago. When can you get out? Right. We're like, wow. we're going to have a baby next week. Like, can we pay for a little rent to stay here for a few more weeks? Right. And all that kind of stuff. And they had to move after postpartum and all that kind of stuff was going on. And, wow. you know, and it's almost like we lost everything. And then it was just a matter of months later that all of a sudden the right opportunities, and the relationships came in to pull uh-huh. us out. Right. You don't realize when it's happening, that it's happening. Yeah. It feels like, oh, things are hard. Things are hard. Things are hard. And then you're like, wait a second. I'm on a stepping stone path and things mm-hmm. are being put in my way. And I am actually making progress here, even though you can't see it. Yeah. Like literally your mess becomes your message, doesn't it? And, and uh, in your case, it became a whole new company and product too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it, what, what was going on with like the people in your life too? Like, I mean, obviously you had a lot of relationships. You had a lot of people you had hired, right? You had your family too. Like what was going on when you were trying to really rediscover and re- rebirth yourself here? Well, you realize who your real friends are, that's for sure. Um, We had about 30, I think we had 33 full-time employees. We worked with about 30 contractors um, and uh, lost some dear friends in the process. Not very Mm -hmm. many, but people that I would have thought would have been by my side and And they weren't and and you know that their own reasons or whatever else but mm-hmm. that was surprising to me and then the people that i thought should have been the most mad at me um mm-hmm. the people that um uh, the company owed tens of thousands of dollars in some case too we had yeah. some trainers that had been working with us up to the end and we didn't pay them at the end and those people surprisingly enough are still very good friends of mine and they're like yeah it sucks and I know there's nothing you can do about it. And, and that has just floored me. So it's really shown me like, okay, this is who is, um, this is who is here in my life. And, and these people are not, and it kind of just, I don't know, weeds people out really quickly. Um, but certainly some heartbreak there on mm-hmm. friendships that really meant a lot to me that, um, that kind of went away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I pissed off a lot of people, very understandably, a lot of clients Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the company that we worked with had like a plan for them to get fulfilled on, even though our business didn't close. And a lot of people for, for their own reasons chose not to do that and, mm-hmm. um, left without being fulfilled on. And that mm-hmm. was really, really crappy. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, um, Chris, honestly, one of the biggest lessons that I learned that I think that I think I wish I had learned, I don't know, when I was 15 years old and mm-hmm. that is, um, I've always been someone who cares so deeply and desperately uh, for people to know that I am a good person or for people to like me, for people to understand mm-hmm. that I have a good heart, like, you know, like, like needing people to give me validation that I'm a good person, right? Yeah. And yeah. when something like this happens and you have a lot of people that truly hate you for sometimes really good reasons, yeah. you have to go through that fire of, of letting go, um, of uh, needing people to understand where you're coming from, needing people to mm-hmm. love you, needing people to like you, needing people to say, I understand you know, the choices you made or whatever, and you kind of let go of that. And that has had some pretty significant, um, uh, I don't know, really good consequences um, on all relationships in my life. I no longer need people to understand where I'm coming from or to approve of what I do or what I say or yeah. uh, to like me. That's, that's really liberating. 
So that's yeah. one of the gifts that has come out of this. It's kind of like, you know, for me, that liberation of losing the stuff for you is losing those relationships to kind of be free of that yeah. and be able to move to a whole nother level you've never been to. Yeah, I don't need to be worried about what people think of me. I always used to think, oh my goodness, people in politics, they're destroyed every day online, right? How <laughs> can they possibly handle that? Mm -hmm. um, I know how they handle it now. They know they no longer need people to like or approve of them. And right. it's, it is, it's, it's, it's liberating, very liberating. Yeah. So this time around, what do you feel like are the other lessons you've learned that now you feel like you almost grew up a little bit, right? You're a little bit wiser now. Mm -hmm. uh, where do you feel that also has happened? Yeah, I, I feel a big shift in not needing to prove my value by how big my company is. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to create this new company in a space of like, what do I like to do? Mm -hmm. And no longer saying, okay, the business is all important and I sacrifice my life to help the business, right? Mm -hmm. Now it's like my life and how does the business serve, serve me? And if I don't want to be doing, uh, you know, things that I used to do. If I don't want to work nine to five in the office every day, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't have to do that anymore. You know, like yeah. I can create a life that, that works for me. Um, that doesn't need to be, um, I don't know, so aggressive and so driven and, and, and all of those things like forcing it to happen. Right. Like I can kind of yeah. relax and enjoy a little bit. So yeah, it's that power versus force concept, isn't it? Yeah. Like I love that. Yeah, because I've noticed that, and that's kind of what happened to me in like 2015, going through a divorce, right? And then almost getting to the point where I couldn't function other than maybe five hours a week of work, right? Mm -hmm. But then I realized I still had a business. I'm like, wait, it's still running. Even though it's down from what mm -hmm. I'm used to, mm -hmm. it still runs. Like, what, what if I create something new? What if I create something that's more with a flow, right? Mm -hmm. There's more of a steady energy versus like the push, 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 you know, like yeah. got to make it happen type of stuff. And you know, that's why I kind of get mad at the Gary Vaynerchuk's of the world, right? It's like all that hustle. And, and again, if somebody's like entitled, that makes sense. But you don't have to force things. You don't have to push it super hard to be successful is what I've noticed. In fact, if you're doing the right things, it kind of just flows nice and easily and it just comes together. There's a, there's a piece that's, um, that's a little off to me in, um, so it does take a lot of work. If you want to grow a $10 million business, you're going to be mm -hmm. working your ass off generally, yeah. unless you're like a lottery winner, you're going to work your ass <laughs> off. Um, the, the, the broken piece to me is why did I feel like I have to have a giant business? Mm -hmm. um, why did I feel like that had to be like the driving force of my life? And, and mm -hmm. if you look back on it, you're like, okay, the reason why I did that is because I thought, okay, I have value if I have this big business, right? Right. Um, so what if I can grow something to its potential without having that expectation that this business will be as big as it can be so that I can have value, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And it's a different place to come to come into business from. It's different. Absolutely. It's a, it's a cool place to come from, actually. Especially when you start to shift it from you and more to the others of who am I serving and how's this going to actually create an impact? Mm -hmm. People naturally want to jump on board. They want to join that movement. Yeah. And again, I would say to grow a large business, you do have to work really hard. Um, oftentimes it's not just like, let's flow and see what happens. And that's yeah. a lot of what I used to speak against when I was, uh, you know, this hard hitting, aggressive must grow your business. Mm -hmm. If you truly want a large, successful business, you will have to work your ass off. Mm -hmm. the, the thing that I'm presenting is, is that really what you want? Mm -hmm. Do you 
want to sacrifice your life for business growth must must gary v do you want to have gary v's life we yeah. had him come train at an event that we hosted and talk to him behind the scenes and sorry gary he's not a family man he has got kids right. but he's always on the road like do you is that what you want yeah. and i think you have to look at your life and say I do want a $10 million business or $100 million business. And I want to push it and I want to work my ass off and I want to do that. Um, and then if that's the case, I would say, why is, are yes. you trying to prove your worth? Or do you want to relax into it and get the benefits mm -hmm. along the way and see where life takes you? So I'm definitely switching gears from this to, from this to this. Right. Yeah, I agree. You don't have to like sit there and own the entire way because that's not going to get anywhere. But no, yeah, <laughs> but definitely that level of intensity, it can vary. And, and I love how you say like that. Why? What's the purpose of why you're trying to create it? Because mm -hmm. the motivator may not be strong enough to get it. You know, there might be a more a stronger motivator that can still create balance and you can still have the life that you want and a business you want too. Mm -hmm. So agreed. Awesome. Well, Kim, like this has been awesome. This has been so good. I know we could talk about your story for hours, like literally, because I know you were there on the couch pondering for long enough to, to create yeah. hours. I mean, you could, you could make a movie out of just you on the couch, right? You know, easily. Sad. A very depressing, sad movie. <laughs> That's right. You get through it eventually, but I mean, we're all in this journey together, which is amazing. And so if people want to follow you more, right, whether it's your podcast, whether they want to follow you on social media, what's the best way they can do that? Uh, check me out at cardsalad.com. Um, you can find us on all the social medias on cardsalad.com. Um, the, the podcast is habitsforhumans.com and that's what we're up to. So come find us it. there. Great. Yeah. We'll be sure to put that in the show notes as well. So you guys can have it. Cause if you're driving, we definitely don't want you, you know, crashing your car, trying to look it up on social media right now. So anyways, Kim, again, appreciate your time so much, such great value, so much great wisdom that you've learned that some people in lifetimes don't get. So thank you so much for sharing that with us today. Thanks, Chris. Really appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. And all the rest of you, like, again, it's one thing to hear this stuff. It's another thing to do something about it. So don't just listen to this. Take this to heart. Take the lessons you can take from this and glean and use it in your life to make it better, to be more prosperous. So you live that life that you love today. So guys, make a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now.